Welcome, everyone, to episode three of Darcel Disappoints, a collection of conversations with me, your host, Benjamin White, and Craig Redman, creator of Darcel. Episodes one and two are now available to listen to on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube, and a whole host of other platforms. In episode two, you travel to Craig's beloved New York, home to Darcel. The city is a prominent character in the Darcel Disappoints blog and narrative. And today, we're covering the many and varied collaborations that have propelled Darcel from an illustrative character to a brand icon. Hey, Craig. Ben, how are you? I am very well, thank you. How are you? I'm good. I've got my coffee this morning. I've done many blog posts about me having to line up for coffee in the morning. It's so, so silly, but I didn't have to today, so I was feeling good. Before we get into your collaborations specifically... It'd be great to talk a little bit more about what kind of working collaboratively means to you as an artist and individual. I think that collaborating has always been part of my DNA in some way. It probably started back in college. I, aside from Darcel, also am half of a design duo called Craig and Carl. And Carl, the other half of that, I was introduced to him in the very first semester of my first year of college. Uh, a professor teamed us up for a project. And Carl and I have pretty much been working together, collaborating together ever since then. So decades now. So all through college, Carl and I collaborated on pretty much every project together. We also like uh, interned at the same place after college together. We formed a collective called Rinzen straight after college uh, with three other people. So there were five of us all together. Uh, and the kind of the basis of Rinzen was we uh, collaboration was our thing. So whether it was commercial work or self-initiated stuff, one of us would create the artwork, <clears throat> the illustration, and then we would pass it on to the next member of Rinzen um, to kind of remix and collaborate. So I feel like this, uh, you know, it's been, Collaboration has been part of the way I work for, for so long. I'm just so accustomed to it now. And what, what exactly do you enjoy about collaborating? I think probably the best part of collaborating is that you get to see other people's perspective on your ideas. So if you start an idea, a piece of artwork, for an example, and then you pass it on to someone else, they're going to have a totally different take on it. And seeing that perspective, I think, is is super important. Actually, as part of Rinzen, we published a, a book called RMX. And it was literally following that kind of train of thought, um, kind of like a, the, the surrealists used to do this game called Exquisite Corpse, uh, where one of them would create a piece of artwork, and then you would pass that artwork onto the next person, uh, and they would kind of remix it in their own way, and you wouldn't see it again until you get to the end, right? Say so it's passed through 10 different people's hands. Uh, so we kind of did a book based on that. Uh, but yeah, seeing your own idea and your own artwork remixed and collaborated on by someone else, that kind of like mental shift, that letting go, I think is is super important. It's definitely influenced my work like right up until now. That's really interesting because obviously there are lots of different schools of thought and some people would be like, you know, a horse designed by committee ended up being a camel. And so, you know, these... <laughs> Uh, do you do you not ever get like really really precious about something that you've created and not necessarily want somebody to to like remix it as you say? 
I don't, I don't only because it's been ingrained in me for so long. I mean, obviously you balance it out by doing your, your own work, but also uh, to me, the most important thing is to not be precious about your work. I mean, you want to be able to relax and let go a little bit. And, and that's kind of, I mean, we're jumping around a little bit, but like, that's kind of what made me move into Darcel eventually as well. Like trying to just simplify things and, and just let go a little bit instead of being like super precious about what I do. But I definitely think remixing collaborating is what led me to that, that path, be a little bit more self-aware of my work and like, you know, let it go a little bit. I think it's incredibly brave. And, but I, I guess it's also what has driven the success of Darcel uh, in the longer term. So like, how did you begin collaborating with Darcel? I mean, ironically, when I first created Darcel, it was my way of like getting away from <laughs> collaborating because I'd been part of Rinzen for, I don't know, around 10 years or something. I was like, okay, Darcel is going to be my own thing after I've moved to New York, my own ideas. But because this kind of idea of collaboration has been ingrained in me, one of the very first things I did after I'd been doing Darcel for a couple of months was like, I started reaching out to other artists and to other designers um, who I really respected. And I said, would you be interested? Here's this blog I'm doing. Would you be interested in like remixing or collaborating with me on this character and kind of recreating Darcel in your own style? So immediately I kind of started inviting other people into Darcel's world because I was super curious to see what like other people's take on him would be. Right. Like, I got my idea, but like, how does this person I love think about Darcel? How would they recreate him? So like people, I also reached out to people I never thought I'd be able to talk to, right? People like uh, Para or Kevin Lyons, who are icons in, in my world. You know, it's kind of an opportunity for me to reach out to them and to say hi and to also see if like I could work with them. It was a total dream. Wow. And so how were they created? Were they... Uh... Are they still viewable, the kind of the takes on Darcel? They are. They're on DarcelDisappoints.com. They're probably buried in there a little bit. Maybe I did like 20 altogether with different artists uh, and designers and illustrators. But yeah, they're, they're up there. There wasn't really a brief or anything. I was like, just go ahead and, you know, bring Darcel into your world. <clears throat> Let's see what your take on him is. Um and some very curious and peculiar things came out from the, from the artists. So it's cool. I bet they did. That's really interesting. What brands then have you collaborated with to date? And like, and how have, have those collaborations gone? I think once I had been collaborating with other artists with Darcel, then brands saw that they could also collaborate with me. I think like showing you know, like evidence that I <laughs> work nicely with other people, right? It makes brands more comfortable in working with you. So the trajectory was like working with other artists and then eventually moving that idea into working with um, other people and other other brands. But with uh, both Craig and Carl and Darcel, like a lot of what I do, practically all of what I do is collaborations. You know, I've done like a couple of collaborations with um, Adidas. I've done an Ikea collection, uh, Wobby Parker, we collaborated with the Despicable Me when it came out. So we did like a Minions collection. I've done a Sephora makeup line. Um, just a really interesting, diverse collection of collaborations. And you kind of just bring in like the core elements of what you do into, into their world. 
I, I really think it's a really interesting way of working because especially when you collaborate with a brand, it's not like you're a work for hire, you know, you're not an anonymous person. It's essentially brands putting your name on their product and it kind of shifts the tone a little bit. I think I like that a lot. And, and is that always in like a limited edition um, kind of case? So like as an example, the Adidas things that you did, what, what products specifically did you create with Adidas? Yeah, it's always limited edition. Um, generally, if I'm going to speak frankly about brands, generally what you're hired to do is to do one collection for one season. Uh, the brand is using you as like PR, right? So I get to redesign, say, a collection for Adidas and it becomes their 2021 Adidas Originals collection, right? Adidas Got Originals it. collection. Yeah, yeah. Um, in that instance, um, I did shoes, I did T-shirts, shorts, a special edition rug. There was a few things um, rolled into it. it. It's really fun. I love being able to go into brands like iconic products and be able to mess with them a little bit. The, yeah. my, my favorite thing ever was like doing when I did my Ikea collection, being allowed to like remix that classic Ikea bag, the blue bag, right? I was like, 100%. this is perfect. This is exactly what I kind of wait my whole career to do. Craig, I lived out of Ikea blue bags for a time. Like, oh, I still I do. Like, yeah, I didn't have a wardrobe and stuff when I was at uni. I just used to, all my clothes were kept in Ikea blue bags. It's so iconic. So like <laughs> to get your hands on something like that, that must have been such a rush. I love that mostly that it is next to nothing. You know, it's a couple of bucks, but you can turn it into, uh, you know, a signature design piece, right? It already is through Ikea's kind of legacy, I suppose. And to be able to put your own stamp on that kind of elevates it a little bit higher. And because of the price point, it's really accessible to, to pretty much anyone. I love that. I saw that there was something with Black Eyed Peas as well. So that's kind of like, I guess, moving away from a product specifically. What, what happened there? Yes, we collaborated with Will, I am, on creating some artwork for a single release. So I think it's cool that maybe within the world that I operate in, my kind of collaborations are not limited to like just fashion as an example. Like you can work within different industries. You can do a car, you can do music, makeup, movies, like you can move across all these different industries. And that's what gets me um, excited about it. You don't just get stuck on doing one thing. Fantastic. I, I know we've just touched on the Ikea bag, but has there been a collaboration that has really defined Darcel? Well, I know I talk about this endlessly, but like definitely the collaboration with Colette and Sarah Andelman, who's the owner of Colette, you know, that is really what pushed Darcel beyond just a small time operation into being something that was uh, known uh, more universally, I guess. And the beautiful thing about co collaborating with Colette is that the relationship has gone on for 10 plus years now, you know, we've collaborated on everything from skateboards to in-store signage to Colette bags, websites. We did a little Chanel pop-up collaboration, Ikea. Like, it, it, it's really interesting. I'm, I'm curious, is there a archive of Darcel collab products? Have you got like a, a storeroom somewhere which has got one of everything? You better believe it. Absolutely. I knew you would. I knew you would. <laughs> so what's your favorite product? Um, apart from the Ikea bag, 
Oh, yeah, be, I, be, go grand. I was going to go smaller, actually. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I, one of my favorite collaborations, just because it's so absurd, was with Colette. Uh, and actually one of the first ones I did with them, uh, they had a, or have, I guess, had a candle in a couple of different scents. And one of the scents was sex. And Sarah was <laughs> like, do you want to do the sex candle? And I was like, you want Darcel to do the sex scented candle? <laughs> Which is international <laughs> sex icon though, isn't he? The, the little black So egg. strange. <laughs> I was like, absolutely. That's the one I got to do. So I, I kind of like, uh, worked on the packaging for it and created these kind of like faux sexy scenes of Darcel. I, I love the the juxtaposition between that kind of like, uh, you know, visual innocence of Darcel and the, the idea of like a scent, a scented candle, a sex scented candle being mixed together. So I think that, that was really cool. And really. That weird. is amazing. I'm, I'm really interested to see the skateboard deck. Like I've not seen it. And I know it was one of the first products that Sarah asked you to collaborate with. And I was like, okay, this is my big opportunity to be able to work with Colette, right? I, they, uh, Sarah had asked me to work with her and I was like, okay, this is, I got to like, you know, I want to be able to do a fully Darcel thing, but I want to be able to like make a statement as well. Because Darcel really is about the illustration in terms of the blog anyway, the illustration and then the headline, right? So I was like, okay, so it's not just like making a pretty illustration, it's having a say, having an opinion on something. That's what makes Darcel so funny. So I was like, okay, if it's going to be a skateboard, then I'm going to make a statement about rollerblading. <laughs> so right. I had Darcel holding a pair of rollerblades on half the skateboard, and it just had the word no next to it. And then <laughs> Darcel holding the skateboard on the other side and saying yes next to it. Awesome. And that, was, that was it. Yeah. It's a bit like the Drake meme. Exactly, exactly. I just I thought it was that. so funny to be able to be like, you know, taking the piss out of like rollerblading on skateboarding is hilarious. Your collaborations, we've kind of already touched on the fact that they don't have to be physical products that you can work with kind of movies and makeup and all of these other things. Like you also have a blog and, and so the ability to tell stories and, and build a narrative. So you can kind of go beyond product completely and, and more into kind of like almost dare I say it, journalism. Yeah, totally. To me, collaborating is not just like product collaborations. It's like the, that's what most people think of, right? Immediately. But really it's like Darcel X artist, Darcel X brand, Darcel X publication. It could be anything. It's, it's to, the way that I see it is like bringing other people's high level of expertise into my world and creating different results from that. So yeah, one of the interesting collaborations I did was like covering Fashion Week for Nowness, which was an LVMH owned like fashion blog, or maybe it still is. And they, they asked Darcel to cover New York, uh, London, Milan, and Paris Fashion Weeks for a month. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's totally, totally insane. I was like, okay, this is cool because it plays into like Darcel's idea a little being a little bit of an outsider, right? Of like peering into this world and having his kind of take on it. So that, that was really fascinating to be kind of thrown into that world for like that period of time as well. And being able to do like a piece of art every single day and doing like a sarcastic take on what I saw that day as Darcel. That's was, the best really bit, right? Fun. Yeah, I was exactly. just gonna say, so you were able to you were invited along to like a really prestigious event, but you were kind of briefed to take the 
mick out of it, you know, like to 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 mock it a little bit. And so that that must have been so much fun. Do you ever worry that you might like overstep the mark? I couldn't care less. <laughs> <laughs> That's if I, an, an editor will pull you back if necessary. But um, so, for example, like I went to the Prada show, you know, super prestigious fashion brand. And I was like in standing room way up the back. I couldn't see anything. All I could see was the back of people's heads. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to do uh, an illustration of that. So the tagline was my view at Prada. And it was the back of like six Darcells heads. Amazing. Um, yeah. I was like, it's just having fun. Right? It's not like taking down Prada or anything. Um, no. And they, the Nanos loved it. Right. It's just a fun take on stuff. I think I went to a Burberry show and the illustration was denied entry at Burberry. I can't figure out why. And it was an illustration of Darcel in a full Burberry check look, looking ridiculous. Yes. Um, so it was really like those um, less like admiration of the shows itself and more like the moments that happen around shows. That's incredible. And you obviously, you know, that really broadened your network, I assume, as well of different designers and brands magazines you know people that you get the opportunity to work with yeah it definitely opened up some some um, additional opportunities as well I guess I'm thinking of like the collaborations I did with interview magazine as well again it was a fashion week kind of coverage but this time I was covering looks on the runway which was fun and great but most importantly I just wanted to be able to do stuff with interview magazine because it was started by Andy Warhol, right? Back in the, I don't know when it was started, actually. So let's say 70s. Yeah. Um, and Warhol's like my hero. So, you know. Oh, that cool, kind of really? Like, oh, yeah. He's he's the god in my world. So that kind of like minor level of affiliation <laughs> made me very, very happy for sure. Amazing. And, and you've obviously, you know, you've said that that whole thing as well, being exposed to those kind of situations and places and people and brands, it then gives you the leverage i guess to go and approach other people and be like you know i covered fashion week in milan and in paris and in new york so let's do something together and it's going to give them that confidence right yeah exactly i mean it's, it's experience right like people trust experience you want brands and uh, other artists to, to trust what you do so those kind of things you know build trust and that's that's the most important thing i think How about outside of uh, Darcel or Disappoints and um, like other favorite collaborations that you've seen or, or brands that inspire you that collaborate really, really well? Thinking of ones like probably, you know what, Colette and Sarah, you know, she really essentially created the whole collaboration trend way back in the noughties. Like in terms of like fashion brands collaborating with artists, it just really wasn't happening until she started bringing in this mix of high and low together. So she really is the OG of making this kind of stuff happen. So if, if I think in terms of like the fashion world, definitely the kind of stuff, the collaborations that Colette have done. I'm thinking also of like the kind of early collaborations that Marc Jacobs did when he was at Louis Vuitton. Those ones were really iconic within the world of collaborating in fashion. The ones he did with Takashi Murakami, Stephen Sprouse, another fashion designer and artist that I love. Even there's a, current collection, I don't know if you've seen it, that Louis Vuitton is doing at the moment with Yayoi Kusama. It's such a simple way of collaborating together. It's essentially just her dots over the LV monogram. 
I have seen um, it. Yeah. yeah, it's magical. So simple and so masterfully done. It's it's really, really beautiful. It is beautiful. I agree. I've seen it. And I think it's really interesting you say that kind of Sarah kick-started that whole piece. Like if you think about now, you can't go uh, a two, three-month window without one of the real kind of like couture brands coming out with some kind of really interesting collaboration and, and now really looking more broadly like Gucci in the last six months has collaborated with Adidas and uh, and also recently with Palace and that collaboration is fantastic like really really kind of pushing boundaries and and uh, yeah. taking taking classic brands that you know we all know what Gucci are kind of famous for over history and and to be able to kind of like bring in a British streetwear vibe and and create all kinds of weird and wonderful products. I just think it's what makes collaborating so exciting. Exactly. You want two distinct voices to come together to create something new. That's the joy of collaboration. Gucci, a luxury brand mixed with Adidas, a more or palace let's say a more streetwear brand like those two voices coming together is what makes collaborating cool um i'm thinking also like of the all the of all the collaborations that like virgil abloh did as an example like the one that i liked the most was the one he did with a furniture uh brand vitra i thought bringing his like kind of perspective into something that's not fashion necessarily that's like into like objects Again, but mixing those two ideas together to create something totally new, I thought that was really, really cool. Very clever. Yeah, to really change up your kind of whole industry. It's really interesting. Exactly. What are your future aspirations for Darcel when it comes to collaborating? I'm really interested in collaborating with not just brands, though I love doing that and will continue to do that. Like I mentioned earlier, collaborating for me is all about different voices coming together. So it's, I'm really interested in collaborating with other artists. You can collaborate with a space, right? To create like a environment. Yes, you can collaborate with brands. It doesn't have to be product. There are other ways to be able to collaborate with them too. So I, I just like the idea of like mixing all these different ideas together and being able to develop new ways to collaborate with people that aren't like relying on old tropes, you know? This is 2023 almost. We have the world at our fingertips and so many different types of technologies available to us. Where collaboration takes us into the future, that is what I'm most interested in. Craig, before we finish, I just wondered if there were any final thoughts you wanted to cover. Yes. Happy holidays, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really excited about holidays this year. Um, That concludes episode three of Darcel Disappoints. It's been fantastic learning more about how you approach collaborations and how creative working with other brands allows you to be. Thanks ever so much, Craig. Thanks, Ben.